0: This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. The best way to protect your privacy online is with PureVPN. You can hide your online activities, say goodbye to regional restrictions, and improve your streaming quality. Plus, it's available for almost all of your devices, and you can get a special price uh, right now by going to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. All right. So uh, we have got a fun topic tonight for the Pilch Point, right, Abram?
1: Yes. So uh, before we get into the main topic, uh, I just want to say that we are, um, a pro- you know, this is, I guess, this is what it takes sitting around for you, sitting around at home for a year. Uh, but this is uh, nostalgia research time for me. Uh, coming up in April is the 25th anniversary of Tom's Hardware. And so I was looking back at uh, what computers were like 25 years ago. And I was looking back at uh, what they were like nine years ago, because we're coming upon my son's birthday uh, and he's going to be nine. And I wrote a story about that uh, nine years ago. But before I get to that, I just want your guests, what was the top of what did you get in a top of the line computer in nineteen ninety-six?
0: Oh. In nineteen ninety-six. Uh we must have been ninety-six. I don't know. What had had we hit Pentium yet? Or were we still in the Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay, so Let's what say, was the fastest Pentium you could get
1: in um, March nineteen
0: ninety six? Let's let's say one hundred and twenty five megahertz.
1: So apparently the two hundred megahertz had just come out. <gasps> Most that was the high highest of the high was two hundred megahertz. There was a to do this research, I looked at archives of PC Mag from nineteen ninety six and. They didn't necessarily have articles about it. I looked at the ads. Like, what what was Gateway Gateway 2000 advertising as their top-of-the-line PC? So, their top-of-the-line PC cost $8,000. It had a 200 megahertz Pentium. Most things had 150 or 125. It had 64 megabytes of RAM. And it had a 1.6 gigabyte hard drive. That was your thousand dollars computer. That's
0: more hard drive than I was expecting, to be perfectly honest.
1: <laughs> that's top of the line, mind you, you know, top, top, top of the line. So um, anyway, uh, going back, going back a lesser amount of time to 2012, um, my son was born in April and it made me think about like, well, you know, how can i predict what technology he's going to use and not going to use in his uh his lifetime and i thought well i'm going to write an article about 15 things that we use we used today today being 2012 that he will never use because by the time he gets to using them uh they'll be they'll be gone. uh well a couple let's well, I got a lot of things wrong, uh, but I did get a couple things right. Uh, the number one thing though, that I learned from this this exercise is that children start using technology a lot sooner than I thought before I became a parent. Like I thought, oh yeah, he's not gonna be like using computers to like, 10 years old or 12 years old or something. Now that kid has been, you know, been using computers since he was like three. So, um, and tablets since he was one. So uh, here are the things, but I think it's also instructive that sometimes you think things are going to change in technology more quickly than they do. So one thing I said he would never use uh, is wired home internet. I thought everything would be wireless uh, wireless by the time he's using it. To be fair, he, we, we don't have a lot of Ethernet in our house. Because not a lot of things are located near the router, uh, so we're using Wi-Fi. But uh, certainly, he could be using Ethernet because uh, a lot of people are still using it. It is definitely still a thing, and it is definitely still a lot faster. Um, still a ton faster than than Wi-Fi and game. You know, gaming PCs people still using Ethernet. If if I had the routing, if I could route the wires through my wall, I absolutely would be using Ethernet in this in this room here. Uh, the next thing I had on my list that he would not use, and this is pretty fair because this is kind of dead right now, uh, is dedic is a dedicated camera uh, that's not part of your phone. Now it's not fair to say, however, in the world people are using DSLRs and other high quality cameras. And it looks like that will continue into the foreseeable future. So I don't think that one is really over yet. And he may end up using you know, using a DSLR at some some point and, or and you know it something it depends on who
0: you are, right?
1: Yeah. Um the yeah.
0: the the standard consumer it is pretty well done with it. I mean my mother interestingly had the purple camera that is in your original article, um, she had that model uh, which is fascinating. She had it in pink, but that exact model. Um, anyway,
1: yeah,
0: uh, but and she has a standalone camera that she never uses. She uses her phone because it's a better camera. Um, and it's more yeah. con- and it's more convenient. But I mean, I am looking into a dedicated camera right now, but we're unfair. Because the things that we do are not exactly consumer, you know, so So for, for true media producers, things are different, but even then, how many people are doing stuff just on their phone? A lot of people and it's working well. Yeah. I mean,
1: I, I use my phone to take professional photos for for my job. So yeah, uh, I think point and shoot is, is really dead. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Now my mother... Still has to be convinced sometimes she has a point and shoot and she has a phone, and the phone takes better pictures than the point and shoot. But for some reason, she thinks that she's doing something right if she uses the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the other, uh, speaking of things that only my mother still uses, landline phones was another one on my list. Actually, this is true. This is pretty well true. We don't yeah. have a landline phone. He does see it at his grandmother's house, though, so he knows what it is. <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of people. I, I'd be curious. to I haven't looked at the statistics, but I bet you that um, that the numbers on landline phones are way down. But for the fact that cable companies are continue to push people to get their, you know, I would consider these landline also to get their VoIP yeah. VoIP phones. Yeah, because we, we still deliberately requires, go out of our way not to.
0: It still requires that you have, you know, a Panasonic or a whatever phone plugged in with an RJ eleven right. or an RJ twenty five plug. Right. So yeah, that, it's still like a right. landline as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah,
1: whether it's copper, whether it's going into copper wire, or it's going to your router. It's still a landline phone in, in my view, and yeah, we don't we don't have one. I remember when I, I remember a couple of things when I was in college, I had a, a really good friend of mine made a couple of predictions, which turned out to be pretty, pretty prescient. He said, you know, in a few years, he said in a few years, there will be no home phones, you won't call someone and ask to speak to someone like, Oh, you know, can I speak to Scott? Mm-hmm. You'll just call their phone directly. Uh, true. And he also said that. Uh, everything would be open 24 hours. He said, all the stores would be open 24 hours. Everything would be 24 hours. Well, if you count the internet, that's sort of true. Yeah. You, you can't roll into GameStop for as long as it still exists at three in the morning. But, um, but there are a lot of 24 hours stores and you absolutely in the internet is a 24 hour store. Yeah. Um, other things that I predicted my son would not see in his lifetime, uh, slow booting computers. Oh no. He's seen some slow booting computers. <laughs> I predicted he computers. He would all, every computer he saw would boot in one or two, one to two seconds while boot times are much faster than, than they were. He absolutely has to watch things boot up, including phones and tablets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Another area where I really had it wrong and I'm glad I had it wrong too. Cause I, I like windowed operating systems, yeah. but at the, at the time with windows eight, there seemed to be a trend of, yeah, we're going to try and get rid of wind windows and just have people using touch screens. And so I thought, okay, windowed operating systems, you just are going to go away and you're going to have, everything's going to be kind of a touchscreen experience without actual windows, not not true at all people still continue to use windowed operating systems a lot and uh i'm glad because i like them a lot better uh another thing i said he would not use and this is on the border because he probably ha- pretty much hasn't used them are physical our are, are mechanical hard drives yeah uh, his computer doesn't have it my computer doesn't have it uh, but he did at one time have an Xbox and a PlayStation that had physical hard oh, drives sure. in them. So if you want, if you want to count that, but but uh, he does not use he does not use it. Another item on my list, which was not keeping track, of, not thinking about a pandemic happening, just was I... mo- movie theaters.
0: If if we were if we were doing this exact segment 13 months ago, we'd be laughing about the about the idea of of movie theaters being gone. And here we are sitting here yeah. today, going, "Wow, a movie theater! AMC's on the brink of
1: ba- brink of bankruptcy." I still think. I still think. I mean, I like going to the movie theater, so I'm not rooting. By the way, these predictions are not things I was rooting for the, Mm. I like going to the movie theater, but I still think that the movie theater, all, you know, concerns about pandemics aside, like let's say there's no more pandemic in a year, I still, I still think the future of movie theaters is very dim for the reasons that I said nine years ago, it's just taking longer, which is that the quality of home, home entertainment has gotten better. Going to movie theater is expensive and a hassle, and it hasn't gotten any better. And there's more and more uh, more and more companies that are sending their their newest movies straight to streaming straight to video. And that is really what's going to accelerate it because yeah. the the theater chains had a lot of power up until this year, so they were do they were preventing they were preventing companies from Doing simultaneous video on demand or streaming releases along with uh, a theater release. But now they can't do that. So the question is interesting like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when there's no longer, hopefully, there's no longer a pandemic? Are we going to go back to theater exclusivity windows that we put down? I don't know. I still. Now, on the other hand, without what I think we've also learned over the last year is without theater, without theaters to prop them up, these movies don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, so we got to kind of root for the movie theater if we want people to keep making $300 million movies. Yeah. And I because think they might not find it profitable. And
0: I think the you know, the conversation that we had uh, a while back uh, when AMC first announced that they may not make it through the end of the quarter. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, them taking advantage of the whole GameStop uh, uh, Wall Street bets thing to uh, to turn put their own stock back on the market to avoid bankruptcy was brilliant.
1: but they should sell an NFT. <laughs> yeah,
0: for their logo maybe. Um, but I, I think what we said then, you know, that the megaplex may shrink back down to a, more an art house style uh, or a or a, a movie palace type environment, but yeah, I, I think I think what we've known as the movie theater uh, is going to change significantly, if not be
1: uh, eradicated. Yep, uh, that's the truth. So I have a lot of items on this list, and I do plan to do an actual story soon on. Uh, closer to the anniversary of it, which would be April eleventh uh, but uh, one more one more thing I will say is I will talk about his phone numbers. will he ever dial a phone number? Probably not. will phone numbers as a medium continue to exist? I guess they haven't gone away, but nobody nobody memorizes them and yeah people are using other forms of communication that accomplish the same thing as phone dialing. Uh, so I do still question the future of phone numbers. If you, in the age of, of the internet and video calls and things like that, I mean, he, he talks to people all the time, but he will call them on, on messenger. So, yeah, I don't know. Our phone numbers, do people even need phone numbers anymore? Yeah, and for a lot of things, you you still are asked for one, and they are kind of definitive and universal. Whereas other everything else you use is tied to some provider, like Facebook or mm-hmm. or Microsoft or something. But um, the I think I I think the future for phone numbers is not is not good. Yeah,
0: a- agreed. Um, well, I've got to say. The, the, uh, the, the look back at that article was a tremendous amount of fun. Uh, it's one of my favorite things that you ever put together, partially because uh, you set out nearly immediately to undermine yourself by handing him, th- <laughs> handing yeah, him things. Yeah, we didn't
1: even get into that. We didn't. E- we didn't even get into the fact that I that like when he was a newborn people brought these, some of these things to the hospital and we took pictures of him, like as a newborn, like holding a hard drive and a Blackberry and things like that. It was so so
0: much fun. I, I so enjoyed watching you and your friends nearly immediately undermine your own premise by handing him the
1: things in the article. Oh, it made me so happy. But it, 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 the one takeaway that I, I have from all this though is technology changes slower than you think and kids kids use it faster than you think mm. so yeah that makes sense um I,
0: again uh a lot of fun and obviously the the article is not
1: up as of Aaron, Yeah, we will but we you will
0: be doing it soon right
1: well we we'll will be doing it soon plus we will also be doing our 25 year Uh, Anniversary of Tom's hardware where we will compare what a computer was like 25 years ago to today I'm still trying to see whether I can actually get a 25 year old top-of-the-line computer So I can benchmark it, but I've realized that it's pretty far away from being able to run windows 10 Yeah, yes um 1996 a 200 um XP would be the newest thing it could run I think Yeah yeah, he would have run Windows ninety five at the time, but yeah, XP would be the newest thing that it could run. Yeah, run today, X- XP at best,
0: two thousand or me at worst. But yeah, um, I might be able to help you out with that. So let me let me search through hey. what I've got. Uh, anyway, hey. I I look forward to all of that. Um, as as our longtime, uh listeners and viewers know I've been a fan of Tom's hardware since long before you joined that brand. Um, I've, I've followed since long before we knew each other. Uh, and so it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to, to be there for the 25th <laughs> anniversary to see what you guys have up your sleeve. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And, uh, I look forward to what we talk about next.